0: What's happening, everybody? Scott Van Pelt here. We're on vacation. It's summertime. You know the drill. Typically, we kind of drop off the grid entirely, but we didn't want to do that this summer. So we'll be back with a full-on SVPA with Stanford Steve coming up here shortly. But in the interim, while we are away, sort of a podcast light, if you like, an extended conversation that we had with Maya Moore. Now, years ago, Maya came on SportsCenter. Afterwards, I sent her a handwritten note which as an aside, get stationary, get little cards and write handwritten notes. Just no one does it. Someone does something that matters, something that you appreciate, write a handwritten note. It always resonates with the person that gets it because a text, an email, that's easy. You get a handwritten note, someone took two minutes just to write something down. And what I wrote to Maya Moore was that in all the time that I had done this, I had never been more impressed with an athlete than I was with her. It's just something about her presence and her whole aura. I mean, and I choose that word specifically, like there's something about her. And that was when she was still playing basketball, you know, MVP of the WNBA, one of the best players, a world champion, the whole bit. Well, Maya Moore, if you were unaware, left the game, walked away from the game because she had something bigger and more important that she wanted to do as a voice and an advocate for prosecutorial reform and the American justice system. She fought for a man was wrongly convicted and was serving time and during that fight the two fell in love and when Jonathan Irons got out of prison July the 1st 2020 and Maya Moore fell to her knees she embraced the man that she would marry not long after it's an incredible story and we talked about that in advance of the 30 for 30 that focuses on their story here's our conversation how do you process all that is going on in your life as your story in greater detail is truly shared with the world?
1: Yeah, it's been an interesting journey for me in uh, actually sharing more of what's been going on behind the scenes with the world. Um, and my biggest motivation for doing that is because I feel like the story is is so um, powerful and I feel like. There are just so many people that can really find themselves in this story, whether it's relating to Jonathan's struggle of just trying to fight in this world or um, just different athletes like me or just relating to my family members who um, are just regular but extraordinary people. Um, So I'm just hoping that this story can just resonate with so many people and, and hopefully encourage them where they are.
0: The director of the film, Rudy Valdez, uh, I listened to an interview that he gave on WNYC Public Radio in the city. And he shared that as he got to know you, that he believed you to be innately pretty private. And so sharing, Maya, greater details of, you know, the Cliff's Notes people know. Basketball star walks away from the game for a while, tries to help free a man wrongfully convicted. They fall in love, get married. Like, there's a Hollywood element to it, but there's there's a lot more to it than that. And, and ultimately... How did you find, I don't know, courage, strength, whatever to decide I want people to know the the whole of this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you said Scott, I think a lot of people naturally are going to see me in my limited uh, my my limited shots of being a basketball player, but people that know me and, and now more people are going to find out that I, I care a lot about things that are bigger than basketball. Mm-hmm. And so getting an opportunity to share things that are bigger than basketball excites me. Uh, so I, I love truth. I love um, telling people stories of truth. And this is a, an extraordinary opportunity to do that. So we took the time, we took the energy, we took the emotional energy that it, that it took to really just uh, tell this story well so that people could really see the things that matter most.
0: Maya, if it were a Hollywood script, it would focus on the basketball star and then it would focus on a man wrongly convicted in the fight to free him and there'd be a powerful court scene and then a judge would slam down a gavel and there'd be cheering and he'd walk out of jail and everyone would say, hooray, but this wasn't Hollywood, this was real life. And I just wonder, mm-hmm. as best as you could explain, uh, how much energy uh, and, and just faith it took in the f- in the midst of all the procedural and the tonnage of ease that, that had to happen mm-hmm. for that moment on July the 1st, July 2020, uh, when he walked out and you fell to your knees. I mean, how much
1: strength does it take? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can put that into a number. Um, it's been such... A long journey. Um, all I can say is, it takes multiple sources of strength. Um, as you'll see, as you as you watch the film and as you, you you get to know us, the foundation of our faith and our the foundation of our strength is our life in Christ and, and just our our journey in trying to uh, be and, and and follow the Lord. Um, and there's no question that that is the the source and the thread woven throughout the strength of this story. And then you've got family. You've got, I've got the strength of my family. Um, and then our community, uh, the strength of our community and people who just care, they see, they see suffering and they want to do something. And then they actually do something within their power. Um, and then you've got Jonathan and I and the strength that we gave each other and continue to give each other. Um, because this was a 15-plus-year battle. And what we're trying to do is, is sum up over almost two decades of journey and struggle and, and, and clawing and researching and writing and praying and fighting and scrapping into uh-huh. a documentary. So it's, uh, it's, 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 it's there, though. You can, you can hopefully feel it when you watch.
0: We start our show every night with something called The Best Thing I Saw Today. And last July the 1st, we started with the video of, of him walking out to you and you, you dropped your knees. And over the weekend in the S. B. speech, you talked about something. I, I didn't know if it was going to be too personal to ask, but when you talked about love when it's hard, right? Uh, we don't get to mm-hmm. choose who we're going to fall in love with. It, this is uh, Your heart led you to this man and, and your fight made you guys fall in love. I, I assume I shouldn't make that assumption, but anyway, you fall in love. And now here he is, he's free. And all that's gone into this moment is you face to face with him and he's free. How do you best explain, Maya, what one feels in that moment?
1: Ooh, um, relief, I think, because one of the aspects that gets overlooked when someone is you know, in prison, um, and there's all sorts of people uh, in prison, from from with different stories, but Jonathan's is kind of the worst of the worst with a wrongful conviction of a of a kid uh, having to grow up with that with that struggle. And so, um, what people don't realize is you're just you're just constantly having to think about their safety, their well being. Are they okay? Um, and just the relief of knowing, oh, he's safe now. Um, and and then just the the excitement of building a life together, the excitement (laughs) of watching what he will and has contributed to the world, to his community. Um, it's just been amazing. He's only been home a year, but just to watch the world around us transform because of his life present here. Um, it's, it's just, it, it makes me, it makes me emotional to think about, um, how many more men and women the world needs, but have been wrongfully, uh, incarcerated and have have something to contribute to to this world
0: that's what i was struck by Maya, as i was trying to piece together how you and jonathan ended up in one another's orbit your godfather's father right a prison chaplain met jonathan there and was instructing him on singing in the choir and 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 they they connected and how you end up helping his fight and how you end up in his life and vice versa, how random that feels. And yet,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I like you, I, I have faith. I don't believe that that's an accident. I just wonder how often you've reflected on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. That's one of the things that blows my mind, even looking back on the story of how just authentic this this story was. My my godmom's dad okay. um, had been doing prison ministry forever, and, and he had gotten out of it And then a chaplain at the prison, you know, asked him to come back and to serve. And he said, let me pray about it because, you know, I'm not really feeling it right now. But he did. He felt like the Lord was calling him back to serve in the prison through this choir program. And then that's how he met Jonathan. Jonathan was in that choir program when he was about 19 years old, only a couple of years into his wrongful conviction, just a young man. And. We call my great uncle. We call him Papa. Papa just started pouring into Jonathan, just taking an interest in him, just in the potential that he had, and just started shepherding him. And Jonathan just became a became a part of our family after, especially after learning the, the details of his case. We just got really concerned, and um, my got my godparents started to investigate on their own, and um, I learned about his story through their involvement in his life because I'm. Involved in their life,
0: and this is where, if it's none of my business, please say it's none of your business, Scott. But I, I, you you fall in love throughout <laughs> this process, and you know I, I just wonder, love when it's hard. You don't even know Maya if you ever get the chance to be together, right? And that's where we have to walk on, you know, in, in, on faith. I just I wonder what when it was dark, how, what what you leaned into, what, what what truth you found in that time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's incredible just looking back. Um, there's an element of when it comes to this, this Christian walk, there's an element of faith, but then there's an element of, I've already seen who you are, Lord. And so, because I know you, I know that I can move forward and it's going to, and it's going to be what your will is. And Mm -hmm. so both Jonathan and I have a walk with the Lord. And so we were, we were walking together as friends, just trying to go through this life and it was becoming clearer and clearer that the Lord was weaving, weaving our hearts together. And it just it just felt like this was the right path. And then we just tried to have discernment about how to best navigate this for both of our well-beings. And I feel like we did it great. Um, but like, like we've talked about, every blow, every delay, every um, delay from the state of Missouri, every falsehood that has been a part of this, of Jonathan's story and and his false, um, the, the false accusations. I felt that all the more because of the deep love that I have for Jonathan. So it was not easy at all, but because of the, you know, the intimacy that we have with our heavenly father, we we had the strength and the confidence to just keep moving day by day and not trying to have all of the end of the story figured out. We just tried to say, Hey, what are we, what are we called to do today? Mm -hmm.
0: One last thing I want to ask you about from your speech this weekend. Uh, I talk for a living Maya. Sometimes I think I do. Okay. I I write some stuff down. I think that's all right. You talked about Maya championing our humanity beyond our, our ambitions. And I thought, damn, I can't, I'm not going to ever touch that because I admire the selflessness in it. And I guess, I feel like a lot of what I've asked you, and I'm going to ask you it again, is how how do you do that? How do you take the things you want to be and do and say, I'll put that to the side in the, in the name of humanity?
1: Yeah, I wish we could talk for another hour. I love this <laughs> Me too. idea that's been... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love this idea of thinking more about what does it mean to be human because at the end of the day me challenging you to be more human me challenging myself to be more human is going to be the best for us and humanity you know it's like everybody wins when we prioritize the things we were created to prioritize um, I think sometimes it's so tempting we get these these good ideas and some of them aren't you know, their selfish ambition and they get in the way of what does it, what does it mean for us to thrive? And so just taking the time to slow down, get in real relationship with people and just keep trying to work towards, what does it look like for me to help this person thrive? What does it look like for me to thrive? And, um, it's just going to, it's going to lead to life for for us and especially those who are most vulnerable in our in our communities and the the treasures that we're missing out on by not uh, leaning into humanizing each other uh, because we were so busy trying to build something that won't last
0: greatest compliment i can pay you Maya, is that when i first met you i was really hoping you'd play basketball again and now i don't care Uh, if you do that's great (laughs) and if you and if you don't I, i know that whatever you'll do is is uh is humanity beyond your ambitions and what others might wish for you. You are a, a woman of uncommon substance and character, and I, uh, I'm just grateful for your time, and I wish you and Jonathan a great love and joy along your way.
1: Thanks so much, Scott. I always love talking to you.
0: Again, for more details on the conversation that Maya and I were having about all of what goes into this story, it's the feature in a 30 for 30 called Breakaway Remarkable woman, remarkable story, and as I told her at the end, I don't care if she ever plays basketball again, because whatever it is she's doing, I'll be rooting for. She's an amazing, amazing woman, and we appreciate her time and yours as well. Back with more SVPod later this summer. Y'all be good. Stay safe.